Hi, this is Tia Sirkar. I play Sabine Wren on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Twin Suns Transmission. Of course, it ends where it became a desert planet with twin suns. Hey, my name is Taylor Gray, and I play Ezra Bridger in Star Wars Rebels. I hope you enjoy this week's episode of Twin Suns Transmission. Here's where the fun begins. Let's make this a bit more interesting. You've taken your first step into a larger world. The garbage will do! Nothing will stand in our way. May the force be with us. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Twin Suns Transmission. I'm your host, Eric Pfeiffer, joined as always by Jesse Sanfilippo. Hey guys. Welcome back to episode 143 of Twin Suns Transmission, and we are all about Comic-Con on this episode. Very exciting stuff. So many of you may even be listening to our podcast right now while you're waiting in line at Comic-Con. This podcast will probably be out uh, Friday, so Comic-Con will still be going on. So hopefully everyone that's at the event is having a great time, and uh, hopefully we'll get a lot more information on cool Star Wars things after this upcoming weekend. So we're going to start off with a segment at the beginning of the show called How's Your Star Wars? How's your Star Wars? Oh, job up. Now we're to Country Club. Oh, job up. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. And for those of you who are new to our show, this segment is where we talk about a lot of really cool and exciting things that are happening in our lives related to Star Wars. And um, Jesse, I've been spending a lot of time actually working on this helmet that was sort of like a, um, a wedding gift mixed with like a birthday gift mixed with like a housewarming gift type thing from last year. And I, I got it for you. And... You know, for me, helmets are one of those things where it has to be nice out for me to want to work on it because there's a lot of like, you know, plastic shavings and, you know, blood, sweat and tears that are going into these (laughs) these things. And it's it's one of those things where you can't really work on it inside unless you have like a workshop, which I don't. So I sit out on the back patio and I have a outlet out there so I can use my Dremel. I can get my power drills all ready to go. And um, uh, I've just been working on that. So my girlfriend, Amanda, who does the book club with us, she's been wanting to learn how to put helmets together and everything. So she's been working on, you know, filing out the teeth. And we got um, we're, we're doing a um, three thirty second clone trooper which is the clones that uh have the ahsoka markings so by the time it's done it will it will look very similar hopefully my my paint skills have yet to be tested but we'll see how that goes amanda might have to to help out with that she's better at that sort of stuff but so yeah we've been working on that quite a bit and uh we got the magnets installed today so the helmet is wearable um it's still kind of like a bobblehead you know, because there's no like padding or anything on the inside yet. Right. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. So it's been uh, I work on it on my days off. So the past two weeks, um, like Tuesday, Wednesday, 
have been helmet building days. So um, I also got one for myself. I'm, I'm trying to decide if I want to do the same helmet or if I want to do a different clone. I am so I love getting these update pictures and I don't know I I feel like I've wanted a clone trooper helmet for so long and especially the Ahsoka helmet like it's just it's the coolest gift and I don't even have it yet and I'm already (laughs) like I feel like I have it because it's just it means so much to me that you guys are doing this for me can't thank you guys enough it already looks so awesome and I'm sure whatever you do to it, it'll be beautiful. <laughs> However well, you paint it, I've seen your work and your costumes, and I know you do good work. So I'm, I could be nothing but gorgeous. I cannot wait. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. It's something that I've never done before, like this particular one. This is a like season four through six animated clone trooper helmet. So like I don't I don't have that armor like I have a phase one clone helmet from the animated series which is going to be a little bit different like I literally had to cut this helmet in half and so that's how you put it on there's like a front half and then a back half and um, yeah it's that's where the magnets come in and you know I had to I literally had to get like I wouldn't I went to the store today and I was spending like 30 minutes in there trying to figure out where to get like a certain piece of equipment I needed. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing or where I'm going, (laughs) but yeah, it's been an adventure, but I think it'll look good when it's done. So. I'm so soaked. It definitely, I see when you send me pictures of all the powder that's stuck on your guys' hair and shoulders and everything. I'm like, Oh yeah, that is, that is an outdoor activity. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to see you tomorrow night. So I'll bring it and you can take a look at it. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see it. I'm going to put it on, even though it's not <laughs> finished. Just sit there for a couple of minutes and dream. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember talking a couple of months back and it was sort of a big deal that they were like, oh, yeah, you know, there's not going to be like Rise of Skywalker is not going to be at Comic-Con. I I think that means there's not going to be any big panels. There's not going to be any, like, costume displays or anything like that. But, you know, San Diego Comic-Con is the biggest convention when it comes to pop culture as a whole. You come to Celebration, it's all Star Wars. San Diego Comic-Con is everything, and it is massive. And, of course, Lucasfilm, they always have their pavilion and everything. And I was like, well... I guess Celebration sort of just spewed everything at us, but what are they going to do at Comic-Con? Like, if we're not getting the Rise of Skywalker, what are we going to get? And uh, just this past week, they're like, hey, psych, here is all of this really awesome Sith Trooper merchandise, and that confirmed the Sith Trooper for the Rise of Skywalker. Now, we'll talk a little bit about some of the merchandise that are coming out for this exclusively at comic-con but jesse let's talk about just the sith trooper in general so like what do you think of the look what do you think their role is going to be in the movie i think they look really awesome i'm seeing a lot of people pointing out that their armor is very similar to the praetorian guard armor um, from the last jedi which i thought was a really cool comparison i totally see that but i think the fact that we have a sith trooper Mm -hmm. like means everything yeah 
<laughs> it's it's literally everything because I all we've been hearing is like we're letting the past die, the Jedi are no more. You know, we've got Snoke and there are these new dark sidey people that haven't really been naming themselves, and now we're bringing back the name Sith. Right. Yeah, I mean, the first thing that I thought of was Palpatine, right? Because we have Palpatine's laugh at the end of the trailer, and that's really the only Sith that we know of, like, for sure. Kylo Ren is definitely not a Sith, and, you know, I think it's it's interesting that Sith Trooper, like you said, is in the title. To me, that just means Palpatine, so I'm wondering, because if you look at the, at the design of the helmet, it looks like a combination of a clone trooper helmet and a first order trooper helmet. It's 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 sort of like the two were smashed together and then that's what came out. The the visor and everything very reminiscent of clones when you get into things like the teeth, the eyes even a little bit more like like the first order troopers, but there is that that it's there is a slight T visor aspect going on. Um, which makes me think it, it looks more like, like a clone mashup, which I think is really cool. So we'll have to see sort of what they do. Um, I'm wondering, could these be like Palpatine's personal, like First Order Trooper bodyguards or like special right. forces or something? I almost wonder, are they going to have any kind of like, either they have like a special combatants against Force powers mm -hmm. or... Maybe some part of them is like force sensitive themselves, just like like a little force sensitive like minion army. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's taking it too far. <laughs> well, no, I mean we've seen things like even in Rebels where Sabine uses Mandalorian equipment that is designed to fight Jedi. This is a Sith trooper, and they may have equipment and technology to go up against Force users and stuff like that. And if you think about, like, the Royal Guards, they were clad in red. Praetorian Guards, um, you know, that were sort of guards for Snoke. I think, I think, you know, while this isn't, like, a Sith guard, it's a Sith trooper, it still might play a big role in Palpatine's forces, or maybe I'm totally off with that. I don't know. But... We'll see. I think it's totally interesting, too, what you said earlier, that you even see the clone trooper helmets in here, which I see now that you say that, and it's kind of cool because it's like they meshed a trooper for every era. Yeah. And they, like, mixed all three eras together. Yeah. And created this Sith trooper. Yeah. And if you think about it, too, like, Palpatine was around during the Clone War. He orchestrated the Clone War, and now these have very similar features in at least the helmet to the clones so we'll see but as far as the merchandise holy crap there's a ton of merchandise coming out for the sith trooper all exclusives so funko has an exclusive sith trooper pop uh this is the early release edition i guess uh it'll have the special sticker on it 
Hasbro has a special Black Series Sith Trooper edition. Um, it's going to be 32 bucks if you get it at the show, but it comes with a whole bunch of extra stuff, which I'm sure we won't get in the normal version. Uh, typically, what Hasbro does is they'll produce like an action figure with either special packaging or extra, you know, accessories or whatever for these big conventions, and then they'll release it later on. So my guess is this Sith Trooper Black Series six-inch figure will be available like force friday but not with all the extra bells and whistles so at least if you miss out you'll we should be able to get at least a version of it there's some like hats um heroes and villains by bioworld which is a great company we actually carry a lot of bioworld merchandise in uh, the collectible store that i work at and they have really cool pins that are going to be limited to 250 and uh, they are exclusives. There's gonna be an early release of the Hot Toy figures, and if you guys are, if you know me at all, like I love these Hot Toys. Super high quality, like figures, I guess is the right way to say them. A lot of them have like up to 30 points of articulation. You can pose them in different ways. They come with really cool bases. They come with alternate hands that you can swap out. They come with different weapons. They're really, really cool, and they're six scale figures. And the Star Wars website says this is an early release. It's going to be $230, so um, this should be available through Hot Toys, uh, probably the Sideshow website, maybe next year or toward the end of the year. Loungefly's got a really cool backpack. Um, there's some costumes that are going to come out, like masks and things like that. If you like to collect cards, there's going to be a Power of the Dark Side trading card set, which includes the bonus Sith Trooper card and Star Wars Authentic Sith Trooper photo which is pretty cool, and that comes free with a purchase at the booth. So if you're going to Tops, there's also a really cool uh, exclusive bookmark. And I think this was a really cool way for Lucasfilm to just give us a hint of what's coming up in The Rise of Skywalker without actually having like a big panel or something like that. Right. They had to give us something. If they weren't going to give us a second teaser trailer or anything like that at least they gave us a brand new piece of information for us to contemplate and yeah start getting ready start theorizing right and speaking of new star wars things that we're getting the newest animated series is star wars resistance and we got some good news today jesse related to that what's going on with that yeah, so Star Wars Resistance has been nominated for two prestigious awards. So they have been nominated for an Emmy for an Outstanding Children's Program, which is pretty amazing. And then they're also nominated for a Saturn Award, which is really cool when you look at the other shows that they're going up against. It's awesome that they're included in this family of shows. So the other shows are Archer, DuckTales, family guy in the simpsons and star wars resistance is the fifth so i just thought it was really cool that they were up against such iconic shows like especially family guy in the simpsons yeah that that to me is just really telling that they put them in that same category as those guys yeah and sometimes i feel like star wars doesn't get the recognition that it deserves when it comes to these award shows and stuff because i i love sitting down and watching these award shows when Star Wars is nominated for something, I just get so excited and I'm like cheering them on and then I'm always disappointed at the end. I'm like, oh, dang it, like that sucked. They don't win. Right. Like The Force Awakens was nominated for five 
Oscars and they didn't win any of them. I'm like, oh, come on, you know? And so <laughs> it's it's still cool that like even something as new as Resistance is getting the recognition with these nominations. Right. And even just being included, even if they don't win, yeah, it's just... It's, it's, it's just, an honor, yeah. It's an honor, yeah. I'm going to try to watch these this time. I've never watched the Saturn Awards, but um, I think I'm going to try to watch it. So the Saturn Awards are going to be on September 13th, and literally the following day on September 14th is the Emmys. So back-to-back days. So hopefully we have a good weekend, if that is a weekend. I don't know if that's yeah. a weekend. May the force be with them. Yeah. So we have some news on more exact release dates for the final ride coming to Disney's Galaxy's Edge, Rise of Resistance. It was originally slated that it would be open at both parks, California and Orlando, at the end of 2019. But it looks like California's is going to be opening up just a little bit later than expected. Um, It'll be fully operational December 5th in Orlando, Florida. And in... In California, it will be ready to go by January 17th. So those are the final release dates for the Rise of the Resistance ride. And the more I hear about this ride, I'm glad if they needed a couple extra weeks of time, I'm glad they're taking it because they're calling this the most immersive, the most technologically advanced thing that Disney has ever done. Yeah. And so it'll be worth the wait. That is going to be super exciting, and I, uh, I'm i going, I'm sure many of you who listen to the show know, I'm going to Galaxy's Edge at uh, Disney World for the opening, which is at the end of August, so it's kind of a bummer that the Rise of the Resistance ride is not going to be open by then, but with everything, like I know the cantina, is, like all the reservations are booked up like by 7.30 in the morning or whatever it is, like they, you know, I don't know what, what it is exactly, but they're, the reservations go quick with that. Hopefully they'll have like all the line, everything figured out by then. I think it seems like they've been doing a good job at Disneyland. Um, so hopefully they'll keep up the good work with Disney World. But I think I'll be able to get a bunch done in four days. That's my goal, or three and a half. With Rise of the Resistance, I'm going to have to figure out another time to go back. But luckily, Celebration is back in, it's back in Anaheim, which means... Um, by the time Celebration happens next year, we'll have the Rise of the Resistance ride available uh, and open for everyone who's going out to California for Celebration. So that'll be cool. It will be. I feel like this ride is going to break anything that's ever happened at Disney. Like, it's going <laughs> to break the park. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so cool. So that'll pretty much do it for this episode of Twin Suns Transmission. Jesse, before we go, do you want to tell people where they can find us on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under the handle at Twin Suns Outpost. All right, and if you're looking for other places to listen to us, you can find us on our website, which is www.twinsonsoutpost.com. Click the podcast tab on the left-hand side, and you'll see all of our shows on there. You can also go onto iTunes and listen to us there, or you can find us on the Star Wars podcast app through the Google Play Store. And one last reminder, if you want to participate in our book club, we are doing... 
the Thrawn, the new Thrawn trilogy right now. We are going to be finishing up the second book, Thrawn Alliances, through the end of this month. And then on the 23rd of this month, Thrawn Treason, which is the third book, that gets released. And we're going to be doing that, uh, doing a review on that and discussion come August. And we do have a Facebook page, a group page called TSO Book Club, if you're interested in joining and talking about some Thrawn with us. We'd love to have you guys. And I really feel like this the this series, this Thrawn series, is going to play into Rise of Skywalker. That's just my prediction. I feel like this is projecting us to the future of where Star Wars is going. Mm-hmm. And so I really think if you are going to jump in to Thrawn at any time now really is the time to do it. Do it. Join us. <laughs> nice. That's very Sithy for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's not normally your your style. You know, to be honest, I think I've gotten more excited about the Sith ever since the trailer and hearing Palpatine's voice and like all of a sudden I did not I don't think I cared too much about Palpatine until I heard his laugh in that trailer and I was like he's the best thing that ever was and now I feel I just I don't know I'm just so excited for it to circle back there so I think I have delved a little bit into the dark side lately good we you need a little bit more balance when it comes to that so true (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 143 of Twin Suns Transmission. We'll be back before the end of July. And as always, may the Force be with you. Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall, Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels. You've been listening to Twin Suns Transmission, an exciting show where sand gets everywhere. Thank you for listening to this presentation of the Twin Suns Podcast Network. May the Force be with you, always. Airmaster Tatooine. It's controlled by the Hut. Rendezvous point on Halloween. This time you will murder to meet the king.